to sit in solemn silence on a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black block. Red leather, yellow leather, copper, kettle, brittle, brattle, skedaddly dee, skedaddly do. Gadabada, 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 gadabada. This is a variety show with no particular niche, baby. It's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James. And I I don't know if you can tell, but I can tell my voice sounds a lot better now because guess what? I'm COVID-free, baby. La bubble. COVID-free. The last episode I recorded, uh, I think two weeks ago, I, I, w- I was still COVID positive. And then uh, I had to wait for some new tests to come in. And I kept feeling like shit off and on. And uh, the tests came in. I tested negative. But I still felt like shit off and on for like another week. Uh, But I'm feeling much better now. Still occasionally some slight weirdness, but all in all, I feel pretty good. And my smell, my sense of smell, has almost completely returned. When I take a whiff of coffee grounds, um, they... uh, I'm still not getting the full bouquet. The full bouquet of aromatics. However, um, it's more than what I was smelling prior, which was just carcinogens. I was just smelling carcinogen, nothing but burnt. It was like almost burnt toast-like, but not really burnt toast. It was kind of hard to describe. It's like uh, when you get a weird mix uh, incense stick, like sometimes you'll find like a unique scent at a certain point, they all kind of just smell the same, which is sort of like some weird cross between like a campfire and a stale cigarette, like a cheap, stale Paul Mall, or even worse, like USA brand. I used to know all the cheap cigarette brands because I used to smoke. And uh, I lived somewhere in Oklahoma where I currently live, but uh I'm in Tulsa now, but I was living somewhere else, going to college, and they had an Indian smoke shop there, and you could get any, pretty much any brand of cigarettes, even cloves back before, you know, Obama classified them as like a cigar, and they had to cut down all these weird restrictions and stuff. Um, I don't know why they would put so many restrictions on cloves, because not that many smoke them. Just, uh, I don't know who would smoke cloves outside of goths. And that that was me, you know? I was a goth. I still am, at heart, at least. And I was smoking uh, Dejarum Blacks, or Jarum Dejarum. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. it. Starts with a D and then a J. Jarum Blacks, clove cigarettes. Um, and those are like murder on your lungs, but they taste good and they smell even gooder. Um, 
where was I going? Oh yeah, smoke shop. There was a smoke shop and you could get any any brand of cigarettes, mainstream, nice brands. I think you might have even been able to get Galois, but I wasn't I didn't really know what Galois were. I don't think I'd heard of them before in undergrad. But you could get cigarettes for cheap. And you could also get for even cheaper, I'm talking like maybe a dollar, like a pack of some real cheap brand of cigarettes you've probably never heard of, like USA. Some shit one of my, my Aunt Peewee used to smoke when she was alive. Like she would get some cheap, cheap shit. If she was going to splurge, she'd get Paul Mall, where some people call it Pal Mal. Those people... There's something wrong with them. It's Paul Mall. It's not Pal. If it was Pal Mal, listen, the way English language works, usually, usually if there are two consonants, I think an L is a consonant. I know there's vowels and there's consonants. Uh, And as I understand it, a consonant is anything that is not a vowel. So, what I'm saying here is like, if you have two L's after an A or an O, any kind of vowel, if you have two L's, it sort of truncates, uh, you know, dampens down the articulation of the vowel, right? So pal, like this is my pal, my buddy, my friend, P-A-L. Ah, pal. It's a long ah, a lot more open. Whereas uh, if you put two L's after that A, like in Paul Mall, it's a more round, shorter, reserved kind of vowel. Paul, ball. So yeah, ball. There's a good word. B-A-L-L. Ball. Ah, ah, ah. You're not opening your mouth as wide, and it's more kind of ah, like at the back of the mouth, front of the throat, like a ah. Whereas if ball just had one L, technically, as I believe, you know, fuck it. This this is my informed opinion. This is my educated opinion. If ball was spelled B-A-L, it would be bal. Bal instead of ball, bal. So it's not pal, mal, because that would be P A L M A L, mal. Like mal, that's the word for, you know, bad or evil. Maleficent, not maleficent. Maleficent would be M A L L or M A L. Mal, mal, maleficent. So maleficent would be two L's, M-A-L-L, but maleficent, mal, bad, M-A-L. So there's one L, right? So pal-mal would be P-A-L-M-A-L, but it's not spelled that way. It's P-A-L-L-M-A-L-L, Paul Mall. What is this episode even about? I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. This ep- this whole podcast is just a chill zone. If you're having a if you're having a week, if you've got a moment, if you've got some time and you just want to chill, you want to fill your ears with nothing, 
but a little bit, maybe more than nothing, then this is podcast for you. This is it. This is it. This is podcast is about nothing in particular. Kind of like uh, they said in Seinfeld. Although, you know, the, there was that whole thing in that season of Seinfeld. I think it's like season two or three where uh, George and Jerry are pitching a show to what? NBC or something like that. And they're like, their hook, their their catch is it's a show about nothing. Which I mean, it kind of kind of is, Kaizen, it kind of isn't, because the show is about something. It's about the people, it's about their lives, it's about their experiences. Um, it's a slice of life kind of thing. And in reality, when the real Jerry Seinfeld and um um Curb your Larry David, who I like way better than Jerry Seinfeld. When Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld were pitching the show Seinfeld, they didn't go in saying it's a show about nothing. They just sort of used that as like a synthesis, like a like like a, a reduction for the thesis of the show within the show when they went meta, right? So this is kind of like that. This uh, this podcast is about about nothing. Is this adding value to your life? Is it worth your time? I can't answer that for you. You have to find the answers within yourself. Now, viewers, viewers, there might be something different here. And I'm not talking just that I'm in a newer apartment because that's already been covered in previous episodes, even spanning back to the end of last year, mayhaps even in October. But I don't remember if I did any episodes in October because I was busy moving into my current residence. However, there is a new item and I'm sitting on it right now. I have new seating. Yes, I have eschewed the chewed up futon upon which I have been sitting over the past almost, almost two years. The thing was literally falling apart. Like the, the wood was crumbling. It was massively deflated. Uh, one of the wings that acted as the arms was like a hinge was broken for some reason. It was like an, an $80 thing from Walmart that more than served its time. And now it has moved on. It has gone away and been replaced by something new and improved. Yes, a love seat. That's a pretty big love seat, though. It's like the size of like a, a modest couch, perhaps. So what is the difference between a couch and a love seat? Well, that's up for debate. That's up for debate. It could be measured by dimension. However, the more common tell of what makes a couch or a love seat is simply the number of seat cushions, right? So typically a couch not not necessarily a sectional because it gets more in the gray zone, but your standard couch will have three seat cushions, whereas a love seat will have two cushions because presumably it's a cozy 
little seating area for you and your significant other. This is a love seat. It's a big love seat and it's it will eat you alive. I think I need to put like a wood plank underneath the cushions because it's already kind of it's very cushy. Let's just say that it's extremely cushy. So I think I may need to bolster it with wood somehow to offer more firmness so I don't completely sink in. Um, Where was I going? I don't know. Let me take a quick water break. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. Uh, Now, two, maybe three weeks ago, I made a soft promise, perhaps a soft lie. I made it on TikTok, on my um, creative account. I've got two TikTok accounts. I've got one, it's a personal one. It's open, it's not like a private thing, but it's just where I do goofy stuff. And then I have a second TikTok account that I devote solely to my comedy shorts that I started doing last year. Started with the saga, the limited saga entitled After the Tone, uh, about a, um, what's the synthesis I went with? A psychotic ex turns into a clown. That's what that one was about. And then after that, I started doing the ongoing series of comedy short shorts entitled Minor Tensions by Dick Whistler. Uh, You can find these on TikTok. On the account that I devote to those is at TTWJ Productions. Once again, that is at TTWJ Productions. The, the letters are short for the name of this podcast, That Thing with James. That's me. Um, and you can also find those on my YouTube channel. And also, listeners, if you want to get a gander at my beautiful visage and my new seating situation, uh, check out this podcast and my, my comedy shorts on my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube. You can either write in at TTWJ, and it should show my channel or just go to YouTube, go to the search bar uh, and type in that thing with James and my channel will be like the first result. So, uh, yeah. And if you're not subscribed and everything, go, go subscribe and all this stuff. But back to what I was saying before, I made a soft promise, nay, what has turned into a slight lie. I forget if it was two or three weeks ago. I feel like it was maybe three weeks ago because I was still quite ill from COVID. And um, I said that within the next like two weeks, I would be putting out a new installment of Minor Tensions. It's just a little ad, just something for me to add something to try to, you know, I thought it would keep the, uh, you know, channel, the, the TikTok account up to date, relevant, you know, because I hadn't posted in quite a while, not since I think before Christmas, maybe. And then, uh, so dual purpose to post, 
to just, you know, nudge it, to bring some life to it was the intention. And also to uh, give myself some oomph, light a little fire under my ass. And that was a mistake because it has been at least two weeks and I have not uh, uploaded a new Minor Tensions. See, I wanted to put one out last week, all right? I wanted to put a new Minor Tensions out last week. But of course, this happens more often than not when I say I'm going to have something by now. Now, it's not necessarily if a deadline is given to me. If if somewhere at an outsider, if a third party gives me a deadline, I meet the deadline. I, I will usually come in before the deadline. I will complete my task. However, if it's me giving myself a deadline uh, for something creative, more often than not, uh, things will get in the way for some fucking reason. And it's not like I'm looking for excuses or something. It's like, uh, you know, other third parties looking around at certain uh, third parties here will come up with some obstacles, perhaps crises that kind of get in the fucking way. Or I will continue to feel fucking ill and just not be able to, you know, have enough energy to do anything. So yeah, I guess I lied. I didn't, I didn't put out a new minor tensions yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I even talk about the troll? I don't, th if I did speak about the troll, I think it might've been in the last bonus episode that I put out. If you want access to bonus episodes, you can get those by supporting this show and my other work at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Yes, and you can get other little perks with the different uh, subscription uh, levels. But yeah, if you want to show some support for what I've been doing for years now uh, and get access to all bonus episodes, and I Every time I, I put out a free episode of this podcast, there is always a bonus episode. Now, granted, I only started doing that two years ago, but that means there's over 50 uh, bonus episodes now, I do believe. Um, what, what was that? The ghost? I don't know. Um, yeah, there's like about 50 plus there's at least 50 bonus episodes and if you want access to those become a patron today at patreon.com slash that thing with james and to those of you who are already patrons thank you thank you thank you you guys rock you've been around since i started all of this so thank you um but yeah i had a troll hit up my uh, at TTWJ Productions on, uh, on TikTok. When I posted that video saying, um, yo, I'm going to be putting out a new Minor Tensions within the next couple weeks, some user. Now, if you don't, you know, this is a fucking troll account. I mean, it was like at user one, two, three, four, and then in a string of numbers, no a profile picture. They just said something like, um, 
I'm a reader in the industry at, because in the video I'd said like, oh, I'm a writer, I'm an actor, I guess, videographer, because I make my own shit, um, blah, 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 blah. Mostly positive response. Like I got way more views and comments than I expected at all. I don't know why, but just uh, got a lot of views and comments on that. And they were mostly positive. Uh, well, they were pretty much all positive except for the troll. Uh, and they were like, yeah, I'm a reader in the industry. And I've watched a few of your works. Um, you are, you're a good actor. Keep honing your craft. Maybe think about um, modeling. But as for directing and writing, I've watched a few of, of your work and um, it's excruciatingly bad. Um, and you should just not do it. Just don't, just give up. Focus solely on honing your acting craft. And um, don't even bother with that stuff because it's really bad. To which I replied, and that's my first mistake. I replied to a troll. Never reply to a troll. I replied to a, to this troll and I said, oh, well, thank you very much for the compliment. I, I've been acting for a long time. Uh, as for, oh, and they also said, uh, just, I know it sounds harsh, but it's just constructive criticism. So I said, thank you for uh, your critique at user blah, 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 blah. Um, I've been acting for quite a while, so thank you, thank you. And also, uh, I have other friends in the industry who um, have had quite the opposite um, opinion of my writing and directing. Uh, and <laughs> but thank you. And then they replied, the troll replied saying, you and I both know that's a lie. Don't even kid yourself. I was just, I was just being nice, but I can't even stand to watch your videos. It's, it's like pulling teeth. It is just so awful. It's excruciating. But the troll didn't stop there. I started getting notification after notification. They went on and commented on every single one of my videos within the span of a few minutes. First was like, hey, SNL, hire this guy. And then on another video, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, and so I'm not going to say anything. And then they went and commented on another one. And I saw this happening very rapidly. So I went back to the original comment and I, I went to the person's profile and I blocked them. So they couldn't comment. Their comments were erased and they can't look at my shit or comment anymore unless they make up another fucking account, which they haven't thus far. But it got me wondering the thing. Uh, I wasn't upset. I was entertained by it. I didn't take it to heart. I didn't take it seriously. I would as the stuff I'm doing, I, I'm doing it for myself. And I understand it's not the highest production value, much like this podcast, but I have very limited resources monetarily, um, chronologically. I have limited time. I have limited money. 
Thus, I have limited materials. Thus, I have limited resources. But I try to make the most of what I can with my equipment, time, energy, money. I try to do what I can, you know, because it, it makes me feel good. I just like to do it. Just like this podcast. That's why I'm doing it. I do it just because it feels good to do. Um, that's why I've, I'm still fucking doing it. Otherwise, I would have quit. And trust me, I spoke a lot about that perhaps last year or maybe the year before that I was real close to not doing this anymore. Regardless, um, something about that troll stuck out to me. The specific language. I'm a reader, which granted, I actually, I do think I talked about this in last week's bonus episode, but now this is in the free episode. So fuck it. Uh, something stuck out to me about that troll, like the language they used. It's not the words they used were words. A person who is in the entertainment industry would use. I'm a reader craft hone blah, 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 blah. That's not your average troll. So whoever this person was, perhaps they are involved in the entertainment industry in some capacity. Or, and here's my theory, perhaps they used to be involved in the entertainment industry. Because my mind went on, like something seems weird about this, and my theory here is that perhaps, perhaps, now it might not specifically be this, but it might fit in this sort of archetype, right? Perhaps that troll was a disgruntled, and I'm going to use the following word in air, quote, air quotes, failed, quote unquote, failed stand-up comedian. I have met scary people. I've been around many scary people. I've been in horrifying situations, traumatizing. Many have been in many traumatizing situations. And I must say, there is, I, I can say full with full throat, with full confidence, that to date, of all the various scary People I have been around, none are more terrifying than stand-up comedians or what's even more scary is someone who used to do stand-up comedy. Now, that's not to say all stand-up comedians are scary or that all former stand-up comedians are scary. What I am saying is that of those who do or used to do stand-up comedy, the ones who are scary happen to be the scariest goddamn people I have ever been around. Have you, do you know any scary fucking stand-up comedians or former stand-up comedians in your personal life? I'm not talking, you know, some video of someone you see online. No, I mean, Personally, do you personally know or have you ever personally encountered a current or former stand-up comedian who the vibe was just really fucking off for you? 
I mean like beyond serial killer off. Like I'm talking like spree shooter kind of off. The one time I thought I was going to be in uh, a, you know, victim to a spree shooting. Um, it was a former stand-up comedian who came into uh, a place I was working into an office that dealt, you know, it was like a, a career kind of thing. This person's changing careers and they seemed all, this was a grown man. I was in my late twenties and this guy was somewhere in his forties, somewhere in his forties. And one of my coworkers told him that I was an actor and he was not, he, he didn't disparage me. If anything, he kind of felt a bit for me, perhaps, perhaps in some deep part of himself, but his consciousness, his awareness was completely wrapped up in him, himself, more specifically, his own fucking misery and spite toward the industry, toward um, what perhaps he perceived as his failure, his failed, unachieved dreams, which I can relate to. I can relate to that feeling. Um, but that guy, something was off about him the first time he came in, and then the, the second and final time he came in, something was real fucking off. I've never seen someone so angry uh, to the extent that I did actually believe, like I was actively, you know, sitting there working, thinking, what's my escape plan? When do I need to leave this place, like immediately? Do I need to go right now? Because I really thought that guy was going to kill all of us right then and there. So the troll, what I think, they're not happy. And that can be said of any kind of troll. They're not happy people. But the specific troll that hit me up on TikTok, I theorize that they were a former stand-up comedian. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Uh, once again, you can get access to the bonus episodes. I'm going to record one right after I finish recording this episode. Um, you support the show. Get access to all bonus episodes at patreon.com slash that thing with James. If you're not already um, subscribed to the show, and if, if you're not already on YouTube, subscribe to my channel, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. Um, you can find me on TikTok and, or, 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 sorry, sorry, Twitter and Instagram. My handle on both of those is at James J. Asher. You can find my subreddit, r slash that thing with James. And you can also email me at my show email, that thing with James at gmail.com. Um, I would love to hear nice things from you and perhaps ideas for stuff to talk about here on this show. Uh, I love you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please, I hope you stick around for the bonus episode, and I will catch you next time. Bye.